coronavirus pandemic has changed just about everything, including how, where, and sometimes when we work. And this is true for federal managers. Some, like Vince Stamper, are rearranging their schedules to accommodate their employees and their new normal. Stamper is the Region 4 Director for the Federal Managers Association. He tells Federal News Network's Nicola Grisco how he's managing his innovation unit at the Puget Sound Naval Shipyard remotely. I definitely have to be flexible on my hours. I find that I basically kind of split my day into two halves, a morning and an evening, just because the team has different needs. I have some employees that have special needs children that are at high risk, so they need to be providing daycare basically in the middle of the day. Connectivity and bandwidth is an issue in the middle of the day, so I have some people that are splitting their shifts because of that. Uh, It definitely requires a lot of flexibility. There's some things that I think uh, actually work very well, if not even better sometimes, because it forces you to be focused and communicate. And then there are other things that are definitely more difficult from a communication standpoint. Can you give me an example of maybe something that has gotten a little easier and something that's gotten more difficult? It's forced me to be very focused in my messaging and my communication. So where I would kind of was in the habit of doing face-to-face quarters or uh, team meetings, I have to be much more deliberate about my communication out to the team. And I'm, you know, doing that through a variety of methods. I've actually, for the very first time, I did FaceTime with one of my employees. He was doing some rapid prototyping with a 3D printer to make some uh, PPE for the workforce. And I heard the strange noise that I hadn't heard before coming from my iPad. And, and I'm like, oh, what's, what the heck's that? I picked it up and it was easy. But uh, it was interesting. I hadn't hadn't done something like that before. And he's somebody that typically would be working in a different building from the main office where we have the prototyping lab. And so I typically don't see him face to face a lot. I think I've probably seen him his face more since we started teleworking than I would normally. I, I normally just talk to him on the phone or via email. I wanted to get to something that you mentioned about some of your coworkers. You know, they may have kids at home and, and that kind of thing. I wonder how you've you've managed, you know, around that, being flexible with them, but then also expecting that they'll get their work done. We were actually in one of the states that implemented stay at home and shut the schools down very early. And so that created some pretty big challenges as far as child care goes for some of my employees. I have one employee that has a high risk son that he's four years old and his wife just recently started a new job. So now all of a sudden you don't have childcare, you don't have the co-op preschool that the son was attending and the older children are out of school. So yeah, that definitely is presenting some real stress for all of those individuals. You know, not only are they, they dealing with the stress that goes with the situation that we're in, but they're very concerned about their family members. They're very concerned about the people that they're the primary caregivers for. So it sounds like you really have to be flexible and maybe think more creatively than you had in the past as far as just work schedules and actual work that they're doing. Oh, absolutely. You know, the nice thing is the nature of the work that I do, you know, industrial engineering process improvement is all about finding really creative solutions. So 
you know, having done that for many years and having a personality that really fits with that, I was always kind of a square peg and a round hole and kind of a military environment. I think I freak out some of my fellow leaders at times with uh, the ideas that I'm willing to consider. But in this situation, that has become a real asset. And I definitely feel like I can bring a lot to the table because I have that creativity and, and the ability to, to kind of consider things that traditional people in, in very structured authoritarian kind of bureaucracies wouldn't consider, but at the same time appreciate the fact that there's a reason why those structures and systems exist. So earlier you mentioned that your team was focused on looking for some sort of 3D printing solution to make more personal protective equipment for the workforce. Can you tell us a little bit more about that? This is really a passion of mine. And, you know, studying and being in the industrial engineering field for about 15 years, I'm fascinated by how the public sector can respond to emergencies. We have this industrial capacity that supports our mission at sea, but we also can use that productive capacity to meet challenges like this. One of the first shipyards that actually uh, started deploying some of their 3D print capability was Portsmouth Naval Shipyard. Also, uh, Keyport Warfare Center, those are both organizations that have been acknowledged in, in the media and in the news stories. And they were basically jumped on that maker community very early, and we are doing the same thing. There's a, a lot of 3D print available production out there, everything from making splitters so that you can use a respirator for two patients to something as simplistic as a face shield or a face mask that's reusable. So those are the things that we have been coordinating. And that was something we were doing before the coronavirus, just as a way of pushing innovation and capability and sharing best practice and um, innovative ideas between the different shipyards. And, and so we've been leveraging that platform under this new situation in order to get stuff out there on the streets. So a, a couple of um, follow-ups from that. Are you printing the PPE for your own workforce or for anyone? I mean, we, we know that the need across the entire country is, is pretty great. The direction from NAFSI headquarters basically was to take care of our internal workforce first because, you know, that's our primary mission. However, some of that extra capacity has also been used in Portsmouth's case. They've been taking those to the local hospitals and local first responders. And that capability is also something where we can open source the files. So as we go and produce these things and we make modifications and tweaks to them. So an example would be there's a attachment you can put on a door so you don't have to use your hands to open the door. You can basically use your foot. Uh, attaches down in the lower corner of the door. And we went and found an open source file to do that. And since then, we've modified that file to make it more robust and easier to use on the 
industrial type doors that are within our command. And so it isn't just about us having 3D printers. There is a whole community of people out there that want to make a contribution. You know, where I'm sitting right now, I can see the 3D printer that my son built for me for Father's Day last year. And I'm going to be firing it up over this weekend and, and making some stuff personally that I am certainly willing to share with the community. Vince Stamper is the Region 4 Director for the Federal Managers Association, and he's also an Innovation Program Manager for the Puget Sound Naval Shipyard. Speaking with Federal News Network's Nicole Grisco. Check out Nicole's story at federalnewsnetwork.com. And stay up to date on your agency's latest responses to coronavirus. Visit our special resource page at federalnewsnetwork.com. This episode is brought to you by Zelle. Whenever you're sending money through an app or online, it's important to do it safely. Here are a few helpful tips. First, always make sure you know and trust the person you are sending money to. Second, confirm you have entered their contact details correctly. And finally, if you don't trust the person or your recipient is rushing you to send money right away, think twice before sending money through an app or online. Grab a 30-day free trial of Live by Live Plus and you'll get unlimited skips, commercial-free music, and all of the podcasts and live streaming events you can handle. Visit LiveXLive.com slash podcast one to learn more and start your free trial.